Welcome to your audiences. Today we are with a diverse panel of distinguished authors, publishers, writers and marketers. This panel seems to be very dynamic in itself, yet the audience seems to. Because I do believe that every individual here at some point in their life has considered writing or has had the notion of getting their book published. So this panel is intriguing yet insightful and let's embark on a journey of questions with our experts here. So as the title itself says, the era of publishing in an online industry, I'm sure in every sector in today's world is navigating their way, finding their path and striking a chord between hybrid platforms, online, offline, and the discussion continues the same way with publishing in general. So I would hear my life in the moment to in order to panel addressing this very simple dilemma that poses. How does the industry look like before COVID and how things are shaping up after COVID in terms of publishing in general? Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. So, I would like to bring a point here. Obviously, in publishing, the content is the way. So, the content will remain the same. It's just that the reading mode has been changed. We have adapted to various channels such as audiobooks, ebooks, print books, online version. Definitely, we have seen drastic change. Our industry is definitely going through a different time, and not specifically with publishing. We've seen the entire industry is been struggling uh, on various uh, aspects with respect to COVID. But now the the key factor is the content will remain the same. It's just the mode of the reading which has changed. Also, I would like to bring a point here is the sales, the distribution, the marketing also plays a very important role with respect to marketing, with respect to our industry. Again, uh, we used to do lots of a uh, kind of traditional marketing in before COVID. We used to have events, we used to have uh, kind of a social media promotion. But this COVID has also given us an opportunity to kind of speed up our process. Okay, we were planning to digitize at some point in time. But this has also given us opportunities to see, speed up the things where uh, there is a huge demand. We've seen uh, lots of increase in terms of ebook sales during the pandemic. Uh, there was lots of increase in terms of non-fiction titles, which is again uh, selling good in numbers. Activities, books for the kids, because everybody was sitting at home, they were trying to identify what kind of books one can read. Uh, Self-help books, non-fiction, how to lift up your mood, activities. So these are the books we have seen which has grown um, during the pandemic. And obviously now, uh, what we see that the things are kind of coming back to normal, people are again going back to the pre-book dating. One definitely we would we are very sure and I'm sure everybody would agree to that. That pre-book will still be there. People would want to have a feeling factor where they want to go back to the bookstore, browse the books, sit and chit chat with the people. So things will come back to the normal, but definitely there was a huge challenge. Uh, for publishers as well as any other industries to cope up with this COVID uh, situation. Definitely, definitely. I completely know that we're still navigating our way through, but um, if nothing but uh, COVID has definitely helped pace things up and bring us to a virtual platform, although the mode still remains the same, the text remains the same. Yeah, um, building on upon that, so I'd really like to know how the economics of publishing work. Has, has, is there a change that you're witnessing in how things used to work in an offline setting? Has there been a change in the online economics as well? Is there a mass to it? Is there a figure to it? I'm sure every writer here must have 
consider this while you're writing. So yeah, if you could just write upon it. Thank you, Ben. First of all, I'd like to say that uh, uh, I'm coming back from Nagpur over 20 years, and I'm super excited to see two known faces in the crowd as well. My professor from college and my family member. So it's really lovely to come back from Nagpur in that crowd. So uh, on the question, well, we all know COVID has been a mess, and uh, it's quite an animal that has not left our environment. And variance keep coming back. So let's not discuss the problem. Let's discuss what is what it has done to us as an opportunity. So I genuinely feel that one, it has shaken up all of us, not just publishing, all industries, to figure out how do you survive in a mode where you may end up, uh, you know, getting into back-to-back broken -back, uh, business cycles. So it is somewhat making us more resilient. And how? By going back to our drawing board and figuring out where is the money that ties to be made. And hence, you rework your number that issue us the economics. So economics has changed. So earlier publishers would look at printing large quantities and then trying to sell in bulk. But now publishers are printing lesser quantities and publish, uh, printing more frequently. So what that does, it releases cash from inventory. Helps. Second, earlier we would all believe in the traditional mode of sending books to bookstores and waiting for customers there to come and pick up the books. Now, we are actively going and figuring out different channels, different platforms where we could sell the same content. So, now you see a lot more audiobooks, you see a lot more ebooks, not just through Kindle. But also, let's say through Google Books, through other platforms where the e reading uh, behavior has changed massively. In fact, there are a lot of e reading apps which give you interesting content to read. So, that's another way. Use the same content, which remains the same as Shriti said, but find a new platform for it. And third is change the way you market. Earlier, we would rather market in a broad based manner, targeting all at one. But now, that has changed from marketing to everybody to marketing to one at a time. So personalized one-to-one -one marketing. So I think those three most important developments that have happened or other COVID made us do. Well, when, when you put it that way, I think that definitely sets things in perspective and the economics is something that as you can see publishers aren't gobbling up things and they are here to help you as the publisher rightly said that you know um, all of the things have been changing but publishers have been observing those trends closely and are here to help the authors navigate through. Um, but when we talk about writing publishing, not to mention screen in general, I think you it was all three sides of the table and you had a fair share of experience and that you became the literature. So how does your journey begin? In you know having all of these three journeys integrated in one and getting into the market. So I was a marketer before uh, becoming a full time author. So I was working with the Oxford industry press. I worked with DK publishing that year. So the, that was my uh, understanding of publishing industry. So a lot of things I will not repeat. He and the marketer spoke about that. But after being author, actually, I started marketing more. One is when you're marketing for the organization, but when I wrote my book, 
Yes, I'll answer this question, but first I'll request uh, Suniti to mention on the first point. Then I'll answer. So, Suniti, please, would like to give your thoughts on this. Initial round of questions for publishing and COVID. Given the COVID, the sales had gone down, as you said, but as Amazon was allowed, to distribute the books again, it was a big boom to the publishers with a large number of sales 
in e-books and e-books. Audio books, of course, they were there. But regarding the e-books, I experienced around 150 times of sales for the e-books. So the platforms have changed. The new generation is coming uh, with the new uh, platforms to view, to listen, to uh, go to the cinemas and see that content happening from that book also. But I think so, the generation uh, which is born in 60s or 70s, we can say still people is there and it will remain. Only the platforms are changing, but we have to see that those people are also shifted to ebooks. Because as a publisher, I would like to see my inventory as zero and not make more profits. I'm not talking about the monetary terms. But if uh, we go on ebooks, the cost will be cut down, the books, the pricing would come down, people would uh, like to read more. And what I experienced again was many new readers have joined because TV was uh, something totally thing. And also we experienced about the old readers who were previously reading. But each new cut but they came again and I tell you, I was definitely on the Facebook, I was just seeing the Facebook, there are many groups, groups, where I saw my books that many were reviewing it. And I thought, reviews So I could see my books and people are reading and I was happy. To see this is so it is not that people were uh, disconnected, but now they are coming back and they will come back. That's, that's indeed very true. In fact, over one of our website blogs, we mentioned this fact that books are going to stay. Even if you forget them, you can always turn back to them. And it's good to see that the readership is again turning back to books. If, even if it's in a more easy to access format from online or other medias, but yeah, definitely. We are seeing a positive change. Uh, all we need to do is redirect them and motivate them to do so. And now, again, getting back to the second round of questions, we'll say it's true. And uh, that format, recently I came across uh, an app, it is from a publishing house. And now, what they realized that youngsters are not reading that one book, but they can read one again. What they did is they are releasing one chapter each day or in a week, so episode wise. Similarly, audio books are also doing so. As a marketer, sometimes I think that is also we need to understand how my customer is doing, what, what is their behavior, what they are really doing. They want to read. They are reading and then next day, those are there. Interest over, they will read. So that is also as a marketer, I think we have to identify what no known as instant gratification and if you give them period gratification the readers are likely to go down more wait for the next series or wait for the next episode but traditionally uh, we are looking at a more easy to access form of content in terms of summaries, assets and reviews all of those are being definitely viewed upon more these days and as an author we definitely need to understand what kind of trends we are observing with the readership so that we can keep our voices and our thoughts for ourselves and I think the 
So I believe India is a country of more authors than readers. There are more people who want to write than who want to read. Because from Satyabhas Kahaniya and we have very interesting stories to tell. So does that make us poor readers? No, absolutely not. But our readers have now become very sensitive about the fact that they have options in life. I have limited time. I have limited time. I have platform my choice. Come and help me make my choice. So unless an author or a marketer, anybody who wants to take that time for entertainment comes, connects and takes that time in a convincing way, uh, it is difficult to say. Having said that, there is always a core group of readers who are always there. Like there are core group of movie goers and core group of movie people. There are four group of readers. So that's not your target. Target is basically how do you grow your market? How do you get more readers in? So typically when, when I look at things, I look at three categories. Category number one, probably the guy who's going to read one book in his entire lifetime. Category number two, who's going to read probably 10, 20, 15 books. Category three, who are reading vociferously. Category three is already very there. I'm not going to invest time on that category. Category 1 and 2 is what I'm going to work on. And why are they important? They may not give me say. But if there's a man who's read or woman who's read one book in his or her entire lifetime, that person is going to show off that book and that reading to so many people that I'll become a rich man. So I think that is what you think about when you build a marketing plan. And that's what authors start thinking about. How do I justify the reader's time in marketing? Because as we were talking about, author also needs to promote and go out uh, all promoting their book. So when we have our initial conversation, we'll say it's community marketing, we always encourage them to come up with a new ideas because you know as a publisher, as a marketer, we also have lots of restrictions towards various things. See, I have 120 books to promote. I can't go to the same media house and say, yeah, book be important, I have a story review, I have a story review. So that's why we bring in author if you have your own personal contact, be it word of mouth publicity, be it social media, be it any other platform. We just encourage them to go all out and promote their book. And I would, Nabil would agree that has really helped promoting his book. His book has gone into the print because he was engaging with the readers. He was just continuously talking to them, he was going to all the universities, meeting, talking, even in the bookstores also, he was just going and talking to the uh, readers who were there, he was talking to floor managers, talking about the book, what's his book, kya market hai, how we can promote this book. So this is really very important and we, I mean, I think now authors have also started understanding this and they are kind of using those tracks as well. But again, it depends on the B2C and the B2B market because if we talk about academic publishers, they have their own set of uh, marketing and publishing strategies. If you go to the uh, trade publishers, they have their own uh, kind of, I mean, it works with fiction and non-fiction, different kind of books, has a different kind of readership and the author. In fact, one more important thing that I've observed is that content variety has increased. There's so much more that's coming out in books. Uh, pardon me for bringing this up. I saw a book in, in the store today, which in my lifetime I would not have believed is a book if I did not see it. It is a book which talks about Bhojpuri cinema. An English book talking about Bhojpuri cinema is unmanageable for a So. The content variety, but there will be, I'm sure, Penguin and Thapai, 
So there will be people who want to read it. But they, the content of writing is increased so much, which means people are experimenting with content. Now, there is, for the reader, there is so much choice that they can do. So, as Naveen said, it is the best time to be a reader and writer. Publisher, well, yeah, <laughs> I say. I would just add here, depending on what you said about the Bhojpuri cinema book, see, as a publisher, we have all the content, as you said, everybody has got a story. Now, those days are gone that we have to print 5,000, 1,000 or so copies. Now we can print a single copy on all the platforms and every reader can get it yes. with that. So it is being more easier with all these technologies. And regarding the author, I would say, these kind of authors who are going to do this, there will be more, more rich in the Bhagat, I would say. See, because uh, many uh, authors, when it goes into their head, they start demanding money. See, the authors have to come, they have to help the publishers, they have, have to help their own content to go on various platforms because the three first platforms, like ebook, ebook, and audio, but the theater would pay them more where a publisher can also earn and can also have a share. Publisher also goes with the author, the book goes on, and his forthcoming books would have a demand. That's right. So my first novel, uh, that sold fine as far as the book numbers sold very well. But the number which I sold in one year, my second novel sold in twelve years. That. And that is something which I, the, the way we connect with our audience, I go and meet the readers, meet media readers. And media will not give you space. But if you are saying that was the biggest, bigger challenge for us, Sarge makes of these books, they are making Bara books, they are very tough. I'm going to the same journalist. And it's just one publisher. I mean, there are many other publishers. Every publisher they are getting, they have limited space. So, how they pick it? Who are you? Who is the author? Very big deal. Very different subject. If you have two books, you can see that you have to read it. You can give you space. When my book was published, my publisher published the same time a book on Corona. That was by a filmmaker. He traveled by road. Very senior academician. Very well known. Your book is my book. Subscribe the book. Very good. Okay? When I started moving to these cities, I started meeting with students. You know, see the Janashu, to push through, like what is actually happening in the city. Then local media picks you up. Mahasa Puru, the Delhi media comes in, they cover the government. Here, they will move right to social media has given them a perspective. So, if you are an author, please go to the market. Sell your book. That is also true. Those who have been first season of OCLF, they have been in the
Although you can entrust your writings and books to the publishers, you can never count upon them to make your new work. So there's always a need for you to go and connect with the No, 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 correction. Count is not the right word. The publisher is giving you a platform, giving your voice a kind of an amplification. Now it's up to you how you use that amplification and amplify it further because publisher will have a certain limitation. Beyond you will have to jump the sky and reach it. As a matter of fact, I just wanted to add something very interesting. And I was checking with Hiti, should I spill the beans here or not? So uh, we all as publisher and authors have read Instagram. All of you have, all of you are. This is very interesting concept. Are you? Is anybody a book marketer here in the audience? Anybody an Instagram reel maker or an Instagram superstar? Content creator. Content creator. Anybody? You are? Okay. So we have one Instagram contributor, Budapatmana. Okay. So what happens? So we have this entire uh, set of marketing as an Instagram. Bookstagram. So they, they come in and offer you multiple packages. You pay us this money, you publish this, you get a new company. They'll promise you this time. Okay. So you have to explore, you have to figure out the platforms, you go to them, you give them the book and say, okay, let's look at a review. And when you see the review, what do you see? Start dancing around, or swimming, or jumping on trees, doing everything possible. Book line in some corner. So you will have to actually strain your eyes to find the book. Then you ask them, what is this book? No sir, the book is on the screen. And then you can sell the book through it. This all happens with all the authors. They believe that book ko visible kar denge to ho jayega. But book ko kaise visible kar rahe hain, is mode ke through kar rahe hain, jo kar rahe hain, uski credibility kya hai, what kind of authority I am giving them is also important. Because as I said earlier, customers are very 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 picky and juicy. While Instagram might work really well for lifestyle, clothing and you know desirable products, books, no, they don't work. Similarly, there are lots of other areas where book marketing doesn't work. So if marketers don't realize that and keep investing in those areas, books will never move. For example, events. If we talk about events, we do lots of backend, we do lots of logistical support and also, I mean, there's a money involved. So we spend around a lakh, 50,000, 70,000 for a hike event. And what we see, we don't sell books there. So it just kind of we can utilize those money and we can just put it there in the right way. We can do a social media campaign, we can do that money can be utilized in various other ways. But that I think now people are open to that idea because I have also understood and if you just connect with them, you can make them understand okay, there are other venues as well apart from doing the book launch or physical book launch. That's also kind of people have started understanding that. Yeah, that's that's the kind of transition we're looking at from a in person world or virtual world, yeah. but at the same time, we shouldn't forget that the author is the source from whom the book comes. And when we're showcasing, even if it's on an online platform, the author comes first and then comes the spot. So, yeah, that should be something all content creators in the house should perhaps watch out for that you know, you give the author enough space to express themselves in And so, I'd like to hear from you because I think that the publishing house has been housing a lot of regional languages. And Local uh, literature and how, how how is this segment adapting to the transition between the books? Yeah. Uh, actually, books that are doing good. After I think so, Mandala, Mandali, and Malala are doing good. 
they are being produced in a very good manner. The book covers, are, the content is very rich. We are just not getting it through the translations to the uh, world leaders. So that is where we are lacking, I think. But the content is very good. I tell you, uh, we sell, uh, if you have heard of book like Mutujan, we, we sell it 50,000 to 20,000 copies per year. Srivanyuki on Shivaji, we sell 20,000 copies. So there are a lot of areas where we can work good and regarding the marketing, we have to be what you said about the events. Yes, the events now we can do it online. There are many various platforms where we can. We have to just see that the money is not going to all those things where we don't want it. Now online platforms are the social. Uh, Facebook is there. We can do all those things and uh, regional languages are coming up. And uh, now we should say it as an implementation. So, as a publishers, we have to be very cautious to see that now there should be good editors for all these things. So, I think we can see a good amount of readers reading literature other than English and Hindi. That's great to know, although it is a bit of a set, I'd say, but that's going great so far. So, we should actually. Children, not like Manchadamka and all those the new stories of new generation. And that is what we are going to see those uh, books selling for the new generations. So, I think all the parents and kids growing up, they need to watch out for newer content coming in local languages or languages other than English, so that can be definitely well worth the performance. Right, right, right. And also, just one kind of convince uh, for that because what, like, if you just notice Facebook, Google, WhatsApp, everybody has that regional feeling in our type or something, and any other languages. So, if you are at the airport and you are carrying the English book, people will see Kerchi Tikka for a reader. They might say you can't read it. So, like people have that mindset. So you need to change that mindset. And I think it has already started changing it. The transition has begun. It's just you need to kind of make more accessible and visible and just you need to convince them.
So running another language is good, but we have to somewhere As a matter of fact, I think there's a huge uh, divide amongst the audience in the reception of English books written by Indian authors in India. Now what happens is that English is often an acquired language, acquired skill for Indians. So uh, their uh, proficiency varies by the level of acquisition. Similarly, what happens is when a Hindi reader or writer or a Marathi or a Bengali or a Malayalam or Tamil, if you do not have sufficient language activism happening on your home ground, certain languages automatically go on a back burner, which has become very politicized in the current environment. But it has also got to do with our own uh, ability to look at content versus the language in which the content is given. We as readers should decide. If you want to read a story and enjoy, we should be able to ignore the grammar. That is where new stories will come up. If we cannot do that, we cannot criticize again and again and say that Hindi is not good, it is not So that, that balance is missing right now in our audience also. That maturity is missing. There was a belief like English book can be translated, but now that that trend has also changed. Now people have started looking at the Hindi people and Hindi which has become bestseller. Now we should adopt in English or any other regional language. Equin and Hapa College are doing a yes. very big work for all these things. Yes. Uh, we are very so happy as a regional, not uh, as a regional publishers, that our content is in the world. So, as you can see, the publishing houses are themselves making efforts to be more inclusive with the languages, with content, and they hear to you as well. So, I think that should never, language should never be a barrier or a barrier of thought for any writer to come and meet them of the next bestseller, I think. With uh, that being said, um, I'd like to open the floor to any questions, any thoughts that. Uh, Subhin said, yeah, I was just watching at Manipal and there is Manipal in the latest web series. There is a channel channel there they were speaking about the audio book of Leya, 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 So, do you really think so? Yeah, Asha Prakar said the audio versions are. But when those devices are not audio versions. So, by water, otherwise we have the hard copy of Leya in our house. But she again subscribed to that uh, audio book. Is it that the distinction that people are really converting themselves from this audio listeners? Not actually, because audio, uh, I will say, I have a shantata. I have a partner. I have a partner. I have So, audio is coming up. It is slowly coming up. So we can't say that he audio books denies money. I cannot uh, see Audible is coming, Storytel is there, new platforms will be coming. Me myself would do that. But me, I have just imagined, okay, all these things are there. Why not have a TV channel for myself with the uh, handset and just scrolling down that content? Okay, so some people can say, I have a TV. Mother's I can just read out that. So, 
नवीन प्लैटफॉर्म्स ही देना है जस्ट कैनॉट डिनाइ एज अ पब्लिशर सी मनी इज अफकोर्स देर सो फॉर दैट मनी आई टू सी दैट आई एम ऑन ऑल प्लैटफॉर्म्स आई कैनॉट से देना नहीं मी देना नहीं अफकोर्स नेगोशिएशन्स मे जर इफ स्टोरीटेल डजन गिव मी इनफ मनी आई वुड से नो सो दैट वॉज दैट इज वॉट गिव इट स्टोरीटेल स्टोरीटेल थर्टी बुक्स होता बट आफ्टर दैट लाइक विश्व पाठा पुस्तक आता मैं है सो आई डी नॉट गेट दैट बुक टू बिकॉज यू वॉज जस्ट ऑफर इन मी पीनट आई कैनॉट टेल मिस्टर विश्वास मांगे बाकी दिस इज द अमाउंट वॉट वी आर गेटिंग एंड आई एम गोट टू शेयर दिस अमाउंट सो ऑडियो बुक्स इज कमिंग अप लेटेस्ट सी हाउ इट ग्रो बट ई बुक्स यस डेफिनेटली बुक्स इज गोइंग टू ग्रो एंड ई बुक्स For Kindle only, I'm saying other versions uh, uh, of the devices. I don't think in India they will uh, come on. And Amazon, I'm very thankful. Whatever Amazon people think of, no publishers have got a big, huge amount for the books which we could not even imagine. And I absolutely agree with that. But I, for one point, sir, over here. The readership, I mean, the audience for books and audio books don't overlap. So, uh, people who are reading may not listen to books. Listening audience अलग है. जो podcast सुनने वाले हैं, जो music सुनने वाले हैं, दोनों तो बहुत difficult. जैसे आपने कहा, गाड़ी में कप्पा मारने के लिए. That is one aspect. Jogging करते हुए, any time that उनके हाथ खुले होने चाहिए, कान में डाल के सुन सकते हैं. That is the time they will utilize. So that is also a uh, driving audio books. I think so. We have answered it. Yeah. Any more questions we might have? Anyone? I want to say something. Um, yes. 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 I have been doing research on the heritage of mind. This is very different from what you have been talking about. With the language that you are using is alien to me. Your environment is alien to me. I am in the old school. I write a book and you go for publication, right? So that's what I have been doing. And um, first, first book I wrote uh, because there was a certain occasion I published it on my own. It was a local book. The second, my second book was on the high court of Nagpur. Which um, sat in my cupboard for about seven, eight years, but I couldn't get a publisher. There are no publishers in Nagpur. English publishers in Nagpur. So then I was just waiting for a for an occasion when the platinum jubilee came. So the administrative judge called me and he looked at my draft and he was shocked. And he said, "Where have you collected all this? Even we don't know about." They didn't even have the letters written. I said, "Can you show? You have the letters written." He said, "I said I have found it for you." So that book, the High Court published. They published five hundred copies, and uh, that was the entire news. And I, on my own, published two fifty for uh, other people, you know, the general public. Uh, you won't believe those two fifty books still have not sold. The 500 they have kept, 
There was a question of the green bread of 250. Second day Now, the problem before me is I am doing exclusively on heritage of Narco. And I have done one book on Zita before, on which I spent about 16 years. Um, no, may I interrupt? We have another question. So, can you ask the question what you want? The question is I am looking for some person. Or whatever sure. it is, you know, whatever it is, who can help me publish these books. Okay, can I get so you want to have a question? Can, no, I just wanted to make a statement uh, about uh, about taking to the topic of this uh, panel discussion. So it was a very enriching, enriching conversation that we that, that we had. Thank you all, uh, panelists. So my my uh, message uh, that I received from a mentor, one of my mentors, is that in Seattle. Amazon has started opening their uh, ebook stores also. So, we, so, so for all the naysayers about you know the ebooks are not going to be alive, I think even can even Amazon has realized that they cannot survive without having the you know printed books uh, in the marketplace. So, so I just wanted to make that additional comment and add to what you guys have covered. Thank you. So the trends always change. Yeah. So some bookshops would be closing, some would be coming. So I was just going through the Google, I mean they have 24 stores yes. now in the US. Yeah, they would be coming in India also because India is the biggest market for the books. So there is huge hope for printed books. And then person. So Kindle is not going to kill the otherwise there would be no discussion here. So uh, to answer your question, uh, being from marketing background, what really happens is we are in the business. So we have to see the profitability. So we can do things. One is your book for mass. You have to identify your customers who is going to read your book, or is it for an academician? Like the Bhojpuri book he was uh, talking about, that Bhojpuri book I think is for the media students. They are going to read it, so it is for the academic. Because I'm not going to read that, even I'm interested in them. Your book of High Court of Nagpur, I don't think anyone here, maybe students are being from this area, will read. So you have to identify who is your right customer. Who is going to read that, then identify the publisher accordingly. There are publishers who are that you have to identify. Uh, you can Google. Yeah, you can Google. Everybody, everybody can Google. You can find out which are the other books in that similar subject. There are very easy way. I I did I tried to identify, I was not I joined publishing, but I was in English. I was not aware who is in Hindi. So in Hindi, I wanted to understand who are the ones who actually publish the kind of book I am writing. So I identified that in book competition, there are books Then I identified who are the publishers who are actually publishing it. So through that, I identified. There is one more way. Uh, this is about the digital way. Amazon is having Kindle Direct Publishing. So you can upload your book there and that is really in the ebook format and you are getting 70% of that, 70% of the royalty of your sale. So you have to put it on the subscription platform. Yeah. So ma'am, otherwise uh, a book like yours works for universities, colleges, more than general public because they may want to study more about heritage. Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, okay, maybe we'll take it offline. Maybe we'll take it offline and discuss with you. There, there, there are many things. I have published a book once on Ferguson. So that book is only on the Ferguson College. So people from Nagpur uh, or uh, Jabalpur, they might not be known that Ferguson College. But I have done. See, 
there were subjects that you have to uh, just see how it goes. As an author, let's say you might have to put in a little effort to reach out to these publishers to put in an identification person, and then I think everyone here can take it up again. And just a little identification. Do you need any more assistance? We are here after the session is done. Thank you so much, the lovely audience, to be patient, and I hope the session is insightful into giving you some insights about the scary job that you guys think publishing might be, but it's not the case. You have a lot of support. Just write your thoughts out and let's see the day of Thank you. Welcome to Rise Home, a vision beyond.